We thank God for everything. Um, God has been faithful in the two services, and He never changes. Amen. Um, really, it's a joyful time. Um, stunning to see. You know, I used to read stories to Stephy and Casey when they were very small. And today I'm standing here and Steffi is speaking wisdom into my ears. It's really amazing how God does his things. And that we're waiting for Steffi's waiting. I have to keep on reminding myself that this is Steffi's waiting. It's not somebody else's. And, um, today, uh, this evening we are talking about something. Um, I work a lot in the village with people in the villages and I find it difficult to just stand and preach without using something. Either I'll use a story or I'll use people or I'll use something to illustrate my message. I'm very messy when um, preaching. Um, I've learned that adults forget things very quickly and I've decided that I'll always do my preaching in a way that I'll help them to at least remember it for a little more time. Will you want me to prove it to you? Let's stand up. Let me show you how it happens. Now, I want you to stretch your hands up high. Like that. Now, we're just imagining this. We're not killing ourselves. But I want you to hold your head like this. Imagining you're uprooting your head. You're just removing it. Lift it up high. And then I want you to nicely carry it here. Right? Stretch your right hand. Grab your kneecap. And I want you to take your kneecap and put it in your mouth. You see? Your head is over here and you're doing this. You already forgot that your head is here. It's no longer here. I told you, adults forget things very quickly. So I'll not just stand here and speak because I'm afraid you will forget again. So I'm going to use some things so that you will remember. Forgive me if I'll be a bit messy up here. Alright, in our church in Malawi, we will have to be very um, active and, you know, so I want to see some more life in this place. Can you give your neighbor a high five again? Many times as Christians, we love to pray to God for what we want him to give us. Am I right? We like to pray for things. We like to pray for how we want things to go. We like to pray for God's blessing. We like to pray for the anointing. We like to pray for this and that. And God has already given us quite a lot that we're not even using yet. And we want some more. And God knows if even if I give him this, he won't use it anyway. I've already given him a lot and he's not using it. Um... I've got some two wonderful brothers that will help me with the reading today. And I'd like to welcome them, my friend. You can clap hands as they come. Feel free to keep, pick up scripture and read it. Which one do you want first? Just anybody who would like to read first. Okay. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, 
and if you spend yourself on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. Would you mention the scripture you read? This was Isaiah chapter 58 from 9 to 10. It's from 1 Peter 4 verse 10. (laughs) Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms. Amen. Thank you very much. Now, the scripture in the book of First Peter is telling us about using what? That we already what? Have. Not praying for new gifts when you already have some and you're not using them. So he says, use what you have. The gifts that you already have. The little that you can point your finger at. Am I right? Now, I want us to Sorry. I want us to, I I want you to help me with this. There is something in this thing. I don't know what, what do you call this in English? Vas. How do you spell that? Sorry. And there is a paper on top of it, and let's imagine you don't know what is in there. Some of you, maybe you peeped in when it was there, but let's just imagine you don't know what is in there. How do we get to know what is in this vase? There's a paper on top, but we don't want to open it. So, I suggest, I cover it like that, and I shake it a little. And then what happens? Shake it again. I hope it works the way I want it to work. These things sometimes can work well when you're practicing, and they don't work in public. (laughs) But, what can you see? Uh, Water. How do you know it is water? Well, it's wet. The paper is what? It's dark patches. There are some dark patches on this paper showing that it's wet. And that tells you that there must be what? Water, right? Now, maybe would someone else want to see? What do you see? More water than a dry area. Water in a dry area, right. Oh, there's water and a dry area, okay. What do you think that is? Well, I think it's lots of water um, and very little dry area. <laughs> okay, now I will lift the paper and show you. So, I covered that, that, you call it what? A vase? <laughs> and shook it a little bit and then this paper came out like this, showing us that there is what? Water in that vase. But is all the water that is, is, is in that vase here? No. So what we saw was just very little of what was in the what? In the verse. I'm driving at something. I'm not teaching about water, papers, and verses here. <laughs> now, most of us that know we've got a talent, most of us that know I'm talented in this area, I've got a talent in music, like my brother Peter, who is incredibly talented in music. But there is a time that he discovered his talent. What did he see? A sign that showed him, I think I'm talented in this area. Which was kind of like this. 
a little bit of something that you think shows that there must be something in there. Am I right? And that little bit of something could be being able to sing very easily or being able to play any instrument very easily. But that's not all that is in the verse. It's just a what? A sign that will show you that there is something in there. All the gifts that God has given us, there is something that shows us that I think I'm gifted in this area. But what we see is not all that is in us. There is a lot more. Unfortunately, most of us camp around a sign. We build our tents around that sign. And we spend all our days and all our life just playing around with a sign without digging deep inside ourselves so that that reservoir of all God's gift comes out and blesses everybody else. That's why in the graveyard today, there's so much riches in it. So many ideas that haven't been done yet. So many gifts that have never been used yet. So much potential that people die with. Unfortunately, potential has the potential to remain potential (laughs) until you die if you don't use it. When God could have blessed the whole community with the giftings that are in you, you're busy playing with a sign. And you do not get out of the comfort zone to go and dig deep and try things that you've never done before. I want us to go thinking today, what have I got in me? What has God put in me? Nobody came from heaven to this earth empty. God has created us all as a full package, full of gifts and abilities, full of talents and um, things that will change this world for the better. If we'll be lazy in finding out what we have, we'll be asking for more when we have already a lot in us. And we're busy playing around with a what? A sign of what we have. And never get into what we have. Am I making a point? Am I challenging you? Am I making you uncomfortable? That's intentional. I will not apologize for that. Because I want all of us to think about ourselves and say, I am gifted. But what I have seen is not all that there is in me. There is more that I can do with what God has given me. Never get comfortable. Never get satisfied. Someone said, many people have got a destination disease. We feel that we have arrived when we're not yet there. (laughs) Now, I brought this here. Malawians like to make things like this. I'm sure you know that. Now, think about your car. Its wheels are round like that, right? Is it because the designer just likes round things? That he made them like, he made them like that? Why didn't he put them like, make them like this? So, you know, it would be very easy to make a tire like that. Um, maybe easier for cleaning or something. <laughs> or it would be more predictable that after this side, it will be that side. And after that side, it will be that side. And, after, and then, you know, this side is different. <laughs> Why was it round and not like that? Its design was made like that for a purpose. So that it rose easily on the road. If it was like this, the car would never go anywhere. Am I right? Now, we are all designed in different ways with different gifts. 
Have we ever asked ourselves, why did God put in Malawi a short man like me and very talkative? <laughs> with, all the, with all the gifts that God has given, why has he put me here? Why did God design me in this way? There should be a purpose for my design. I was telling people in my church that I'm not short. I am tall enough for my purpose. <laughs> if God needed a tall Cuthbert, would we have failed to make one? No. He had all the resources. Extra legs were left in heaven. He said, no, you have to stop here. <laughs> but we are created the way we are for a purpose. We've got to find that. Why am I so gifted? Why do I have this talent? I don't think God just wanted to install this into me and just for fun. He had a purpose. One time we came here, um, and Rick and Kathy took us for a, uh, what they called an art trail. So we went house to house to see what people were able to make and draw and beautiful things. And when I went back to bed, I said, this community has talent, man. And have we ever asked ourselves, why did God make a person with my talent and put him in this community? God has a purpose with every talent he's given you. And he wants you to use it to his glory. He wants you to use it to touch somebody's life. He wants you to use it to be a blessing to the community. He wants you to use that talent to be a blessing to your church. We've got people in our churches that have got different skills and the church is struggling in many different ways and they don't feel like, as I was saying today, don't, ask, don't wait for people to ask. When you know you are talented in this area, look for an opportunity to be a blessing in your community. Look for that opportunity to be a blessing to your church. Look for that opportunity to be a blessing to your neighbors, to your brothers and sisters. Imagine a community where everybody is looking for that Opportunity. I want to be a blessing. I've got this talent. I want to be a blessing in my community. I've got this talent. I want to be a blessing in my church. I've got this talent. And imagine a church like that. Everybody desiring and yearning and hungering to be a blessing using their talent. It would be a wonderful place to be. Even God would be glorified with that. And we are the children of God. We are here to glorify God. Amen. Am I challenging you? It is uncomfortable. I I guess it's not. (laughs) So, I brought this so that this could remind you. The other thing I I wanted to talk about was a book. When they were making these things, they had to think about how do we make sure that those papers, someone can easily flip to the next page and see what's there. And then they finish reading flip. They designed it in this way with a purpose. Why was I designed like this? Why do I have my talents? Is it just for me? In the morning I was talking about the horse pipe, which has to have two open ends where God's blessing can come in and go and reach the community. So that what God gives us doesn't rot and decay in us, but it goes out and reaches everyone. So that people there will feel the love of God because of what God has put in us. The Bible says, out of their bellies will flow rivers of living waters. And that will reach and touch people and bring change and hope to the community. Why? Because we have chosen to let God use what he has put in us. 
And we will not die with our talent. We will not die and rot away without using what God has given us. I want that to be our challenge. And the Bible says we should spend ourselves for the sake of others. Which means um, even working and digging deep in ourselves and looking for that which we're able to do and do it as unto the Lord and challenge ourselves to do more and find out what else can I do with what God has given me. As I finish, I want, you to leave, I want to leave you with this. You can live all your life playing with the signs. Or with God's grace and God's help, you can ask God to help you to dig deep so that all that is in you, like all this water in here, will go out and reach people and be a blessing to the community where God has placed you with a purpose. Designing you with that heart designing you with that desire, with that hunger, with that talent for a purpose so that you can be a blessing to your church, to your community, to your family, to your children, to your brothers, to your parents, to everybody that surrounds you. How much have we been a blessing to each other? If you can ask around, just ask ourselves in our families, how, how have we been a blessing to each other using what God has given us? Children, how have you been a blessing to your parents? Parents, how have we been a blessing to our children? How have, been, how, how have we been a blessing to our church using what is in here? Can I uh, ask you, tell your neighbor, dig deep. <laughs> tell your neighbor, dig deep. There is, tell your neighbor, there is more in you than what we are seeing already. Amen. I tell you, life will be more fulfilling if our community and our society is touched by what God has put in us. Because that's, how we, that's why we are designed that way. And that will bring a lot of joy to us. Because we are not just living like without any purpose. We have a purpose. There is a, there is a reason why you are in Bath. And there is a reason why you are in this church. There's a reason why you are in that neighborhood. There's a reason why you are in that family. There's a reason why you are where you are. There may be problems, but God has put you there so you can pray, intercede for that family, and God will intervene. It may be tough, but God has put you and designed you in that way because he knows you can handle it and you can stand on the gap and pray. And you can use your gifts and talents to be a blessing. Let us stand up on our feet. I, I know, um, I hope I've spoken to, I hope the Lord has spoken to someone. And He's spoken to me. I also have lots of prayers to pray. And lots of digging to do. And trying to find that which God has put in me and how can I use it so that I'm not just going around playing with a sign but really I'm letting that flow out of me. It takes a lot of sacrifice and a lot of searching, a lot of prayer and God's grace helping us so that we can really use all that he has given us for the benefit of others.